You are listening to the Uplevel Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Hello there, and welcome back to the Up Level Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, and today we're going to talk about money. So part of the work that I do with my clients is around mindset, but it's also around strategies, right? Simple strategies to allow you to grow your business in a way that feels good and that lights you up and brings you joy. And a lot of times what's holding people back is related to money. So I'm going to talk about something that isn't as commonly talked about. So many people talk about money mindset issues in terms of, you know, they're having trouble generating money in their business, or they are having trouble around setting their prices. And they have that scarcity mindset in terms of, I have to land clients. And then the limiting beliefs of, um, I'm never going to land any clients, but yet I need the money. And so they're in that vicious cycle, right? In terms of they need to make money, but they can't make money. And it just feels overwhelming. That's one thing that comes up a lot for business owners around money. The thing I want to talk about today is something that's a little bit different and not everybody experiences, but a lot of people do. And I've had so many conversations with women about this, who've been in a similar situation and scenario, and maybe they didn't even recognize it at first, but the reason I'm able to help them uncover it is because this situation with money is something that I experienced early on in my business growth and and creating my business. And so I want to talk about this because I'm wondering how many other people are like, oh my gosh, that was me. I didn't even realize it. So what I'm talking about today is when you're building a business and you aren't motivated by money in terms of having to keep the lights on or having to put food on the table, right? You have a significant other who provides for your family, or you have a trust fund, or you have an inheritance, or you have, you know, income from another business that you sold. And so this business right now today that you're focusing on growing is a little bit of a slower grower than you would like. And you find yourself not showing up for your business as the CEO and being all in and like on fire to make this thing the next amazing version, because you don't have that same drive. You don't have that fundamental need to make your business work because you need the money. All right. This happens a lot, especially in the military spouse community, which I'm a military spouse, if you don't know that. And when I started my business, my family was supported by my husband's income. Did we have a lavish income? Absolutely not. But did we have a roof over our head and food on the table and a great lifestyle? Yes. And did I actually ever need to work in order to maintain that lifestyle? No. So I found myself in the early stages of my business where I was going slow 
And I didn't know why, like, why wasn't I motivated? Why didn't I have that drive? I needed some like caveman spark in me to just, I shall build business, right? I didn't have that. I remember sitting here at this very, very spot in my office and sort of questioning myself, like, where is the lack of motivation coming from? Because it wasn't from lack of desire to have something, but I was safe. I was safe in terms of my family and my basic needs. Those were all met by my husband's income. And what I realized is that was holding me back. That was doing a huge disservice in terms of my business growth potential. Okay. I am super grateful to have a husband that provides and my clients who come to me and talk about this and uncover that they have a similar situation are also grateful to have that financial stability, right? But they also have a desire to grow a business that they're proud of. And when they realize that, oh my gosh, I'm standing in my own way because I'm safe. How do I overcome this? I have a really good problem that is creating a barrier. So I want to bring some normalcy to that conversation and, and take away the shame of it because I had a lot of like, I should be grateful and I shouldn't worry about, you know, trying to grow my business any faster than I am right now because I'm safe and my family is provided for. That's garbage. It should not matter if I already have a really great foundation and that my spouse provides for me. That should not impact how many risks I'm willing to take in order to grow my business the right way. I'm not saying go spend all the money out there, but what I'm saying is because I was safe, I wasn't treating my business like a real business. I'm just going to be really, really honest. And I've had that conversation with so many of my coaching clients and I wasn't tracking my money. I was just grateful that I had people, you know, on my roster and I didn't really know how much money I was making because everything was kind of like fun money. And it allowed me to kind of do little piddly things and invest in this certification. Like I remember paying for my online business manager certification all by myself out of my business money. We didn't have to take money out of my you know, family savings accounts. And I was so proud of that, but also at the same time, like that, let me just kind of slow roll it a little bit. And it was my own inherent drive to want more that really kept me going. But I could have built a business a heck of a lot faster if I had had a a fire under me to need to grow it. But because I didn't have the need, I was going slow and I was playing small. And when I realized that it was how in the world do I trick my brain? How do I focus on something else? And and those are the words I used back then. How do I trick my brain now as a mindset coach is how do we rewire my mindset or your mindset in order to approach the way that you look at this desire to grow your business differently and not keep it safe because you are safe. Okay. And one of my um, dear friends and clients, we were talking about this the other day and, and this came up and I had a, I had an idea that this would be something that she would be facing in her business, just knowing her and having coached with her a while and knowing her family situation. And I, I breached the subject of, Hey, is there any possibility that the comfort that you feel because of the financial stability in your family is, is part of the reason that you're not pushing yourself to market your business, that you're not pushing yourself to hire that first team member? Is there any possibility of that? And she was like, that's really interesting. Let me, let me explore that. Let me journal on that for a little while. And what came out of that was like, absolutely. That's why I don't have systems set up to even track my money. That's why I'm constantly not worried about what I should charge people. And I'm a constant undercharger, self 
described constant undercharger. Raise your hand if that's you, right? <laughs> I don't care if you're on the treadmill, you're walking the dog, feeding the kids, raise your hand if you're listening to this and you're a constant undercharger or you have been in your life. Well, there's a lot more layers to that. And some of the things that came out um, in our discussions around that was realizing that why, like where's the why behind it? How come I'm a constant undercharger? Oh, because I feel a lot of shame and guilt charging for something that is a talent of mine. That's something that comes easy to me. And I feel like I should not charge people for that. And the fact that I have to charge them, I don't want to charge them very much. And oh, by the way, as I thought about this more, this comes back to being raised in a very, very staunch church family and that we were meant to help people and that it shouldn't be about money. And so I had a lot of shame around money and I'm like, oh my goodness, there's so many layers to this. This is fascinating. And so now fast forward to this point where you have this really talented individual who gets massive results for her clients and people are super happy and would be ready to throw money at her. But she is safe in her family unit in terms of how much money they need to be able to, to maintain their lifestyle. And all of these other layers of money mindset issues are finally coming to the surface. And she's realizing that, oh, I'm playing small. I'm not treating my business like a real business. And thank goodness I'm starting to uncover this stuff. So what can I do right now? So, so I went back to her and I was like, so what are some of the things you did in order to take action, to start moving forward through that once you started to have that awareness. And she said, one of the first things was, you know, exploring the book profit first. I talk about this a lot in my coaching and profit first for me. And I'm like, this is so interesting. Cause that was one of the things for me that really changed everything. I read profit first, and I'm not saying that profit first is a be all end all profit first is a book written by Mike McCallowicz. And it is really about a concept of, of, bucketing out your money. So every single invoice that comes into your business, you're bucketing it out. And I, I implemented that simple strategy in my own business. And that's when things started to shift for me. I was like, Oh, wait a second. So I'm getting a thousand dollar invoice, but if I bucket this out and I pay myself a reasonable wage, right? Even if it's 40% of that, which would be $400, um, then what's left over. $600, simple math, but it's not just $600 to sit in my bank account because then I have to put aside money for taxes and I have to have operating expenses. And oh, by the way, I need to have profit in my business so I can continue to grow that, right? So if you haven't read the book Profit First, I highly recommend it just to turn on some pieces of your brain and you can adapt that to create systems in your business that work for you. So that can be the very first system that you set up to start rewiring your mindset to say, oh, I have money coming in and yes, I am grateful, not I should be grateful. I am grateful for that money and I'm going to now treat that money like an actual CEO would. I'm going to bucket it out and see what I have left over. And I'm going to make business decisions based on that. Okay. That alone brought me some pride and that brought me some confidence and some excitement, to be honest, because I got to see the money start to compile in different areas. And that was motivation. And what happened was I realized that although our family was safe and we had a great lifestyle and we could maintain that, we could have a different lifestyle based on my business income. We could have more things. I could put my child in private school if I wanted without having to dip into our savings. I could invest in a vacation for our family without having to dip into our savings. I could go to anthropology and buy myself a new dress without having to ask my husband. And not that I would have to ask him for permission, but because it was our money and I didn't want my buying decision to impact our lifestyle together little tiny things started to turn on in my brain. And I was like, 
although we're safe right now and we have all of our needs met and then some, if I'm able to grow my business, I can contribute to even a different level of lifestyle potential. I can contribute to other people's lifestyle by growing a team because I had a real calling and passion for helping military spouses, being a military spouse and having a really hard time trying to find employment and understanding how great it is to have that, that independent contractor freelance opportunity. And I wanted to be able to bring people onto my team in a capacity that really lit them up and also changed their lifestyle. But I needed to make more money in order to make that happen. So as I started to put systems in my business that made me look at my money and look at the potential for having more money and not just money, but specifically profit in my business, things started to shift for me. I started to visualize what else was possible. So I want to pause for a minute and tell you that what I'm trying to say here is if you are comfortable and you have other means of income to maintain the lifestyle that you need and desire, but yet you want to grow a business, it's okay to realize that you're going to have to rewire your mindset around money. And it's okay to realize that you want more money. You do not have to stay at the level at which you're at right now. Wanting more money and wanting more profit in your business is going to allow for more opportunities not only for yourself, but for your family and for your clients and for people who you're going to bring onto your team, the bigger you can grow your business. And I'm not talking about like mass wise, but in terms of, of profitability and what you're able to do, you're going to be able to bring on new investments and tools, right? And so that's going to directly relate to the output in terms of results that you're going to be able to get for your clients. You're going to be able to make investments that enhance the services that you provide. So there's a thousand different reasons why I want you to fall in love with money. But again, I want to bring that normalcy to (laughs) it's perfectly normal to also not have that inherent drive if you already have your basic needs met. And, And that's the whole point of what we're talking about today. And so The other piece to this is being able to visualize, well, first of all, understanding like what is your vision and your mission for your business, right? Where do you want your business to be three years from now or five years from now? And when you're just starting out and you're in the first couple of years, it, if you're like me, might feel a little bit like you're playing house and like, you're just grateful to have something to do and to make a little bit of money here or there. But I challenge you to go out there. And this is part of that holistic goal setting that I talk about when you coach with me, go out to the future and visualize how can my lifestyle be different if I attain this certain level of goal, right? And the goal might be around wealth or it might be, and what is, what does wealth mean? Is that a certain financial level or is that working X amount of days and having access to more help, whether it's in the form of childcare or, you know, resource help around your home or whatever it might be, or the fact that you can afford to go to private Pilates lessons three times a week. What's your lifestyle look when you can attain that? And then what do you need in order to get there? And so a goal for someone may be that they want to put their child in private school. They have a toddler right now. And by the time the child is five, they want to be able to enroll them in private school. Private school costs 15,000 us per year. I'm just throwing out numbers. So that's great, but that doesn't equal $15,000 in invoices, right? That's 15,000 of $15,000. You need to be able to bank and put into a account that's pure profit to make that happen. So backing up from there and reverse engineering the process and saying like, okay, well, how much year over year do I actually need to have, but also to pay my tax taxes and pay myself and have operating expenses covered. I want you to set goals that are going to allow for much greater levels of 
you know, lifestyle achievement, but figure out how to get there. Start looking at your numbers. So rewiring your brain to think about needing money in a different way and wanting money in a different way, because that's going to allow for growth and opportunities. And maybe the motivation and what it was for me is simply setting an example for my daughter. I want her to be anything she wants to be. And yes, I value secondary education, but also if she gets to be 18 and decides, you know what, mom, I want to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to support that 110% because she's going to see what a successful entrepreneur looks like. And I'm building a business that's going to allow for a legacy. Part of, part of my motivation when I started thinking about this is, oh my gosh, I want her to have a hefty savings account to access when she's 25 or 30 years old. So she doesn't have to worry about a down payment for a house or what wedding dress that she is going to buy. Right. I want to be able to allow her to make decisions that I wasn't able to make because she has the financial freedom to do so. And so that became a motivator because even though my husband's income allowed us to have a very stable and supported lifestyle, it wasn't endless in terms of opportunities, right? We're a military family. You can, you can figure out how much we make without much effort. Like it's it's public information. The thing about it is I wanted more, but I didn't know how small I was playing and I, I was playing safe and I was grateful that I had this opportunity and I was grateful I could be a mom and all these things. And I was staying stuck in that should space. And like, I should just be happy with what I've got now. No, that's garbage. If you want more, you need to take inventory of where you're at emotionally when it comes to money and ask yourself, am I playing safe in my business because I am safe financially? And if the answer is yes, then what can I do right now to start having a different relationship with money, having a different relationship with goal setting around money? This is really, really important. So if you're identifying as that person who's a constant undercharger, right? You need to look at why, why am I subscribing to being somebody who's not charging what I know that I should be. And if those messages of this is just a natural talent of mine and I feel guilty about charging for them, why, where is that coming from? Who told you that? Where did that belief stem from? You've got to get back to that origin of it so you can start to uncover it. And do your natural talents get results for people that they can't achieve on their own? Yes, of course. And so why wouldn't you charge? And why wouldn't you charge accordingly for that? Because you would pay for those services from someone else if you needed them, because your services provide solutions for a need. And that's what you have to look at. You have to start thinking like a CEO. That's really what this comes comes down to. You cannot feel bad about having somebody pay you for a job that you do, even if it's easy for you. If the job that you do gets results for people that are going to help them move the needle forward towards their goals, then absolutely you should charge for it. And you have to believe in, in the value that you provide. So that's some mindset work right there. And just because you're safe in terms of your basic needs being met does not mean that you should have one ounce of shame for wanting more for yourself, for wanting more for your family, for wanting more for the clients that you're going to work with in the future, because you can invest in more trainings and programs that are going to yield greater results. You should not feel bad for wanting more money because that means hiring more of a team, which is going to bring more freedom to you in your lifestyle and more joy. And then that's going to trickle down to your clients. So this is a, just a big perpetual cycle, but you want to make sure that you are making decisions like a business owner and, and asking yourself, why don't I already have systems in place right now? that are causing me to look at my money the way I should. 
And don't feel bad at all when you realize that you don't have those systems in place because I didn't. And it was an aha moment finally one day. And I was like, okay, now I need to do something about that. So this isn't meant to bring you panic in terms of like, oh my gosh, I've been doing this wrong for so long. No, this is just awareness and that, that desire to subscribe deeper to that growth mindset and say, what else is possible for me? Because the possibilities are endless and wanting more money is not a bad thing. And if you feel bad about wanting more money, I want you to look at that. I want you to dive a little bit deeper and figure out why, where is that, where's that coming from? Right? Because we all have it to some degree and it's really important to harness it sooner rather than later in terms of is money keeping me stuck is, is my relationship with money keeping me stuck in terms of my business potential? That's really what I'm getting at here. So I'm super curious on this topic today. Like, are you somebody who has been playing small because you're safe and allowing that safety to keep you trapped in a cycle of not putting yourself out there? Please share with me. And I know that this is a, because it's around money, it might not be something that you want to share on the social medias for everybody to see, but come over to my Instagram DMS. And if this spoke to you in any way, shape or form, share your story with me because I would love to hear it. This is powerful. And and when women come to me with this topic to be able to say, I get you and I've been there, but also to help them uncover it when they had no idea that this was the case, right? That they, they were staying in this place of stuckness and hitting a plateau because of the safety and then the shame that came with it. And there are so many different layers that we can start to peel back here. But I hope that this discussion today has scratched the surface for you in terms of really looking at where is your business growth today based on your relationship with money. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. I look forward to hearing what your thoughts were about this. If you are not part of the Up Level Lounge on Facebook, our free community, please come join me over there because we have lots of great discussions about this topic and many, many others related to business growth. I'll see you right here next week with more exciting tips to grow your business in a way that feels in alignment and authentic to you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Up Level Lounge podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show. And while you are there, leave a rating and a review. I read each and every one and I love hearing from you. 